Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories and exciting guests with your host, Tony Fares. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Tony's Top Tips. Today we're going to be discussing where you can park your money should you not have enough for a deposit to buy your own buy-to-let or your own investment. So it's a common question that I get from people who perhaps have five or £10,000 in the bank, um, they know it's not enough to buy, um, but they're obviously wary that that property's not working in the bank, right? So I'll tell you where you can put your money and where you can also leverage property-like returns. So not a lot of people know that there are property funds where you can invest. Now, they come in various forms that you can invest into, and the amounts that you can invest are much lower than what would be required to fund your next buy-to-let, or your first buy-to-let for that instance. So the risk. So in terms of these funds, the risks are shared by all of the investors in the fund. So it's kind of like a crowdfunding, so everybody chips into a pot and then they buy an investment. And the investments purchased are typically commercial properties as opposed to residential. And the reason for that is it's just the, the security of tenure or the security of a tenancy from a commercial tenant is much longer and a lot more predictable than what it is for a residential tenant. So that's why they're popular. Now, the most popular funds out there at the moment are called RATE, which is the Real Estate Investment Trust. And there's also PAFs, which is Property Authorised Investment Funds. Now, with those particular properties, property funds, you are going to have to look at what sort of fees are involved, what the minimum tie-in period is, what the minimum investment is. And you also want to look back at the fund's performance in previous years because you don't want to invest into a failing fund that hasn't been generating the right returns over the last couple of years, do you? Because then you might as well have left your money in the bank. So that's one way that you can invest. So obviously, if you haven't got a deposit, start looking into things like these funds. that are a much better alternative than putting your money into something like Bitcoin, in my opinion, or investing in the stocks and shares market. Um, just because I think you've got that little bit more security. They're not maybe as volatile as other investment classes. And I think with most of them, you can typically cash out because they just sell your shares on another investor. So it's all good now. An alternative to these funds would be you could lend your funds to a private investor. Um, now, we do this in probably three ways. Um, one of the ways I do it is I raise funds on a project-by-project basis. So I have a pool of investors who put in some money. I buy a property, I renovate it, and then I sell it on for a profit. Um, and I give them a return on their money for being an investor for that project. We have investors who offer, who we offer a fixed rate of return who maybe have invested. So the first people, sorry, invest on a project-by-project project basis. The second people are people who want a little bit more long-term sort of investment, um, and they invest with us for typically anywhere between one and three years, and the returns that we offer there are anywhere from kind of 6 to 12%, depending on the amount of money invested in the time that that's invested. Um, for them, it's a relatively risk-free way to get a good return on their funds, it's a similar sort of return to what property offers. Um, and, you know, people seem to like it. If they don't want to get involved in investing in property themselves, you get property-like returns. But your money's a lot more liquid. You're not having to sell a property in order to free your funds up. So 
when we do this, we always ensure that there's security for people who invest with us. We either give them a restriction on the property, so we can't sell that property without their approval. And that approval can't be withheld, by the way, if the sale is required to give them their funds back. Um, we offer personal guarantees. So me and another director, we all have our own portfolios. We have our own businesses, our own home. Um, so that's our security that they know that if we default on the payment, then you know they can pursue either our portfolios or businesses or our own homes. So we give that sort of level of security. Um, so there's many different ways that we can do this. Uh, and it just really depends on the individual. Um, you know, we've had a couple of people on the third option that we have, which is actually an earn as you learn scenario. So it's where we offer our training course free of charge. Um, and what we do is we actually give the client, similar to offer two, where we give them a rate of return on their money. But we actually teach them what we're doing with the money while we're doing that. So we've had a couple of people invest kind of £10,000 or what have you who couldn't have afforded to buy, but at the same time didn't want to invest that £10,000 into a training course and just lose that money. So they're quite happy for us to use those funds, us to invest them, then us to pay them back on the refinance or the resale of the property. And they've got to be involved with every stage of that particular property. So that's our earn as you learn scenario. Um, so there is options out there for people if you want to invest and you don't feel like you have enough money to invest in your own buy to let or your own investment property then start looking at funds consider private investors um like you said there's high rate ISAs that you can consider as well you need to be looking at all your options and seeing what is the best option for you in terms of acceptable risk um is it the reward you're looking for and you know from a liquidity point if you want your money out can you get it out as quick as you need it um, so like I say with all of those make sure that you get the right sort of agreements in place if you're dealing with private investors make sure you're looking at the terms if you're investing in one of the funds so you know your exit fees etc and just go know everything with your eyes open read all the terms and conditions and you know hopefully you make a great investment if anybody has any questions about anything I've discussed in today's episode again feel free to reach out I'm more than happy to answer any questions and have a great day, guys. Bye. Property Talk on the Tyne. Investment tips, stories, and exciting guests. With your host, Tony Fares.